0: Like to say, good morning to everybody at Goshen Mountain Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning in. We uh, want to pick up where we left off uh, Wednesday with the teaching. Uh, you know, we were in First Peter chapter number four. Uh, we're going to pick back up in verse number twelve today uh, with the same mindset that we started with. Is you know, in Second Timothy chapter number uh, one, verse number seven it says, "For God has not given us a spirit of fear, um, but of a power." Of love and of a sound mind, and that's how we still need to to be hanging on, uh, listening to several preachers this past week that preached their messages Sunday, and you know they were bringing the same kind of message to the people. You know this is the time in the, of of that when Christians should stand up and really stand out of how God loved us and that we show that love for other people. Uh, continue to check on one another, to uh, text, call, uh, go by and see. Uh, Let's just do what we can as Christians to to show them that you know God is in control. God has everything under control, and that uh, His operations, His plans are being carried forth this this, you know this minute of this day. Uh, And I just want us to understand uh, because when Peter's writing here to uh, believers that you know they're going through some really really hard times. I mean you know uh, they have had a rough time ever since they converted to Christianity. And you know it even goes further and further as you know being under the Roman rule, we don't really understand how hard it is you know to to be under that kind of dictatorship to where you know they are you know they can be put to death just real easily for their belief in christianity uh but w Rome was very relaxed with the Christians and give them a lot of freedoms that uh you know we really don't understand that they had because they did believe in God, and God did show his favor to those that were obedient to to Caesar to the extent that uh, they was not rebellious and blowing up. But uh, here Peter says, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through, as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad, for those trials make you partners with Christ in His suffering so that you will not have to wonder, uh, so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing His glory when it is revealed to all the world. I mean, when we think about what that says there, it's like, you know, don't be surprised when we do go through rough times, uh, when, when things, you know, take the world by surprise, when it takes um, our community by surprise, or when it takes our, you know, country by surprise. Uh, it, it says just understand that when we live as Christ has called us to live, as ambassadors for Him, uh, you know, Christ went out spreading love throughout the world. He, he taught people. How the relationship God really wanted, what it was about. And, you know, that's what He's calling us to do, you know, because the Bible teaches over and over again in end times that we should be able to show people the hope, the love, uh, the kindness that God has for humanity and how He wants to have that relationship with humanity. And this is time that we can do that. Verse number 14, it says, if you're, uh, in, insulted because of you bear the name of Christ, you will be blessed, uh, or the glorious spirit of God it says rest upon you it says if you suffer however it must not be for murdering stealing making trouble prying into other men's business affairs understand this right here it says that if we are going to suffer for Christ's name if we're going to uh, be made fun of or ridiculed or even uh, you know loss of life uh, as these Christians you know suffered you know, it says, do it for the right reasons. Do, do these things for the right reasons. Uh, you know, as long as, as our government, you know, ha, are doing what they can to protect us, then we ought to be doing what we can to honor them and promote them and to, to lift them up in our prayers. Um, and each and every one of us around us, when you have your, you know, th- th- that neighbor, everybody's got that neighbor, uh, that just, you know, everything's always wrong. Everything's always terrible. Uh, when we can bring them, through our life, not just through our words, but through the life that you live continually day in and day out, when they see something different about you uh, that that you have an assurance that you know when times are hard, uh, you're still praising god when 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 times are good, you're still praising God. This is what God's asking us to do is to live as model citizens uh wherever you're at uh, you know we've got churches all over the world now that that proclaim the Word of Jesus Christ. We've got them in, you know, in Russia. We've got them in China. We've got them in uh, all these different countries that that you know they don't have the freedoms that we have. You know, they live under an iron fist, and that you know they're told what to do. And uh, I was listening to an interview of a guy that was uh, from Russia, and he'd you know grew up in Russia and and was converted there in Russia to Christianity. He was you know a born again believer, and he had. Finally made his way to the states and, and somebody asked him, and now this interview that I was listening to was from probably 1999, uh, so it wasn't, uh, just happened here in the last few weeks. It says, how do, do y'all in Russia, how do y'all live? How, how do you live for Christ over there? He said, we're very obedient to our government. He said, the rules, the, the, everything that they ask us to do, he said, you do it uh and And you do it out of respect, not not out of rebellion, uh he said, because you know over there a rebellion would cost you your life, and it says we were able to live as Christians there you know, in the Soviet Union, and we were able to convert other people to Jesus Christ and and teach them about God's love, uh, but it was still in us being in obedience to our government and and this is where Peter is talking to these people right here for everything we do, we must do it. Out of love. We must operate out of love. We must operate uh, for our fellow neighbors just thinking about them, you know, because we realized, you know, what we were bound for. We realized how far, you know, we had gone down. We realized the mori pits of sin that we were trapped in. And somebody took time one day to uh, tell you about the love of Jesus Christ. And by them telling you that, and when the Holy Spirit ministered to you about that, you know, God saved you and he put you in a better place. Even here on the earth. He sets you in a better mindset, with a with a with a better heart, with a better mind of understanding that we understand that these things are going to happen, but nothing takes place without God, without God's permission, and without Him knowing ahead of time, and it's going to ultimately produce God's perfect will for man through all these. In Isaiah chapter number ten, verse number twelve, it says, "After the Lord has used the king of Assyria." To accomplish his purpose on the Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, it says he will turn again, uh, turn against the king of Assyria and punish him for his pride and his arrogance. See, God sometimes uses things to get our attention. Uh, So many times in in Israel's history, in the Jewish history, uh, God used captivity. He used uh, disease. He used pestilence. He used these things to get people's attention uh, to where they would turn back to him and serve him. Uh, you know, God was the God of promise. He says, if you obey my commandments, I'll always protect you and provide for you. And, and, you know, when we look at the times that Israel was walking in close relation with God and they were obedient to him and serving him as their Lord and master, you know, that's when God's favor was greatest on Israel. And at times, you know, God would let them rebel, and He still protected them and kept them, you know, out of harm's way. And then when it got so bad that they had just totally rebelled and and taken uh, up all the idols and started idol worshiping, and they were following. You know, if you look back to the book of Judges, you know, that's one of the worst times that that there was in there because there was no king. Uh, the, you know, and God wanted to be Israel, you know, the Jewish people. He wanted to be their sovereign Lord, their sovereign King, their sovereign God. They didn't need a man in, in, that they could see. Uh, and, you know, they had a real issue with that because of the people around them. This is very, very important. Listen to the statement. The, the nations around Israel at that time, they all had a king that they could look at, see, hear, touch. Uh, and, but they, God kept saying, look, just trust me, I'll be your, I'll be your Lord, I'll be your God, I'll protect you, I'll provide for you, I'll guide you in every direction that you need to go in, I'll take care of you. But the people of Israel could not stand it because they could not see a, a man. They could not visibly see that. And the Bible teaches us as Christians that we walk by faith, not by sight. So, you know, in this, this and I believe a lot of the just the panic that's going on in our nation today is because we still walk by sight. Uh, We look around and we see what's going on and it it upsets us and it it, it confuses us and it makes our judgment uh, not the best that it should be. But the Lord told us to have faith in Him and to trust Him that He would always take care of us. So these are things that we need to look at as the Scripture tells us. This is why it's so important that we know what God's Word and we read God's Word at this time. Uh, these are the things I want you to understand. It says in verse 16, but it is no shame for suffering for being a Christian. Uh, if if the worst thing that you do is serve God and people ridicule you or put you down or, or, or worst case scenario, it costs you your life because you do stand for God. That's the greatest uh, testimony. You look at the early martyrs in the church that were put to death because they believed in God and they worshiped Jesus Christ, and they held to their faith and the blood that was shed by those martyrs that's what fueled the early church to take off, to ignite when you know they saw how how loyal these people were to Jesus. And how they believed in the message that was being preached. That's what we need to be working on today. It says, praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. This ought to be something that we really, really look at today. We ought to take it to heart and wear, you know, just like any, any person in law enforcement or the military, uh, anybody that puts on a uniform and they wear that uniform with Pride, you know, that's what we need to look at this is when we clothe ourselves in Christ, we ought to wear it with, with honor, you know, with, with the greatest, not, not lifting ourselves up, but to be proud to be called a Christian. And, you know, living in the country we live in today, this is the the, the best place in the world than anybody could ever live. You have every opportunity in this country to succeed, to have your freedoms, to raise your kids the way you feel that it's best for them to be. We don't have anybody lording over us telling us that we have to or we we can't do this. This this is really good. uh, today, I mean, I still say that you know it's i would want I would not want to be in no other place even in the circumstances that's going on. I still love the country we live in and want to respect the leaders and the advisors that 's given us the information today to you know how to help protect other people and how to help other people and This is very important for us as Christians right now to be helping other people please you know please don't use this time just to to uh set up and, and watch Netflix all the time or, or, or stay on Facebook all the time. Use it to get in the Word of God and to fill your soul with God's Word and to fill your heart with His Word and to fill your thoughts with His thoughts and just understand these things right here. When we start using God's Word to, 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 to educate ourselves, that's when we'll be able to, to make, be more effective than any other time. Uh, and, and, and verse number 17 says, For the time has come for judgment. Now, I want you to understand this right here. When, when, when Peter was writing this and he said, look, now has come the time for judgment, uh, and it shall begin with the house of God. It's time for us, you know, th- th- this, I'm not a preacher of prophecy that's, that's preaching doom and gloom and, or is saying, you know, that, that God sent this to uh, kill the world and start, you know, I, that's not for man to know. God says be ready at any moment for me to come back. But you know, this has really gotten my attention of, of how, you know, everything that has happened, you know, that quickly God could send pest and pestilence and disease and wars and, and earthquakes and, and floods and tidal waves. I mean, you know, it all, you know, the horn could blow and we could all be called home to be with him in glory. And, and that's when, you know, everything's going to break loose and it is going to be just a, a, a terrible world to be living in but you know right now you know god god's showing us how quickly things can change to take away all the easy stuff that we've ever known in life and and this is why i'm saying we need to cling closer to god be able to share our faith with people and tell them how god has got this in control and that we don't have to worry or fear because we know if it is god's still going to take care of us if he comes back and gets us um but you think about this if if the way that, you know, just what little bit we've been affected by. You know, when we look at it and when God starts judging us at those that have been saved, imagine how terrible it will be for those that have not been saved. I mean, you stop and think about it today. For the people in our families, in our communities that don't know God as their Lord and Savior, imagine how they really don't have hope right now. They they All they have hope is in themselves. And, you know, if their plant shuts down, if, if their health goes down, what have they got to hope in? What have they got to have faith in? Uh, nothing. And, and I believe that's why the, the world is so miserable today and they, they, they're, they're just a mo, uh, a roller coaster of emotions is because they don't have that hope and peace that we have, y'all. And that's what I'm just so thankful for today, that I have the hope and the peace in my God, in my Lord Jesus Christ, that He's always going to provide for me and my family, and He's going to take care of us. But, you know, it it, it requires us being obedient to Him. Uh, God says, be, you know, be faithful to me even until death. If you love me, keep my commandments. You know, He teaches us as 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 disciples, you know, to go out and to make more disciples, to teach them His commandments. These are the things I want you to look at today. And in verse number 18, it says, And also, if they're righteous or barely saved, it says then, it says, What will, again, the godless sinner do? You think about that. You know, We're saved. Barely. It's just by the love of God. It's by us accepting Christ. Think about those poor sinners today. Just pray God... Open my mind, open my hearts, Lord, just, just put that burden on me for that sinner, that person that does not have hope. In verse number 19, and it says, So if you are willing to suffer in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right. You know, the, the laws, the, everything that's set up for our protection as far as for our government and everything that's going on is for our protection. And if, we won't have anything bad brought upon us. Then disobey God, disobey authorities above us, uh, act out of out of an unsound mind, um, blow up and post crazy stuff and believe crazy stuff. But God says that that He will judge us first. Understand that. He'll judge Christians first, and then the ungodly world, sack it. These are the things that we need to look at right here. It says, but if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right, and trust your lives to God who created you, for he will never fail you. Understand that today, y'all. God says he will never leave us, he'll never forsake us. He says he will take care of us. But we as Christians, right now, we need to really take time to go on into this word, read this word, study this word, understand what our roles as Christians are today. We are to be the first in line to help people, to serve people, uh, to respect our governing authorities above us, and just to go out and to do His will. Please, I, I beg you, uh, as members and, and attendees of Goshen Valley Baptist Church, uh, please check on people around you, uh, find out how they're doing, if they need anything, Let's try to be the example, just to exemplify how Christ lived while he was on earth. Uh, He was one that loved others. It didn't matter where they come from. It didn't matter what they have done. God loved them. Jesus showed his love to them. uh, And, and, you know, he opened it up to the world. Y'all understand that today. We as Gentiles, we would not have this hope and this assurance if God hadn't loved us so much that he opened us up to us. Because it was created for his own people. Uh, But just praise God that they rejected the Messiah, and the Messiah came to us, that he may save us. You know, I am so thankful so grateful to be a part of Goshen Valley Baptist Church. So many great people in that church, and and so willing to help others and to treat others right. Um, But right now, let's do everything we can. to to reach the ones that we never thought we'd even speak to. Uh, Let's try to go out and make a difference in our community, and let's strengthen one another through prayer, through text, through uh, telephone calls. Uh, If you see them standing, just stop by and just just speak a kind word to them. Hope you all have a good day, Uh, and then we'll try to post another one maybe tomorrow morning. Uh, Thank you all so much, and let's all stay connected and try to shoot each other text every now and then. Let's close in prayer. Lord, we thank you, we praise you. You're so sweet, so kind, you're so merciful. Lord, please forgive me when I fall short. Lord, please forgive me whenever I'm not doing and, and not acting the way I should. Lord, please give me that sound mind just to keep it uh, ever so just on, on the forefront. Lord, that I'm trying my best to try to keep my thoughts in captivity. Lord, that I understand. Lord, that uh, people are looking to us as Christians at this time, that they need us to be of sound mind. Lord, operating out of love, not out of fear. Lord, just, God, forgive us where we fall short, Lord, and help us to reach so many people in our community during this time. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'd like to say good morning to everybody goes to the Baptist Church. Uh, thank you for tuning into this podcast. Uh, we're going to be in Romans chapter number 13 this morning. Uh, and kind of titled it uh, Respect of Authority. This is a, a situation I believe we got going on in our country today that we need to look at uh, with everything going on around us, uh that what the Bible teaches us and tells us here, uh, what we ought to do, how we ought to uh, adhere to, and just the kind of lives that we should live as Christians uh, in the country that we live in today with all the privileges that we have and. Uh, you know, with all the blessings that we've been blessed with, uh, I just think that that's something important, that we need to look at what God's Word says our role as being a Christian is in the society and in the place that we get to live in and call home. Uh, let us go to the Lord in prayer. God, we love you. We praise you. Thank you so much, Lord, for uh, just uh, this country uh, that we live in. is a great country, Lord. There are so many opportunities here for us, and I pray, Heavenly the Father, we always look for every opportunity that you've blessed us with, Lord, that we're able to share your son, Jesus Christ, with the lost and dying world, Lord, to give them encouragement and hope, and Lord, just to give them that, that uh, reassurance that uh, you've got this situation in control, and Lord, that you're always going to have the situation in control, and that we need to put our faith and our trust in you, Lord, not in the things we see around us. Lord, just guide us and direct us for all this, we ask in your son's sweet and precious name, amen. Uh, If you will, turn to your Bibles or turn in your Bibles, uh, mash, Paul's, go get your Bibles. uh, And and let's look at Romans chapter number 13. We're going to start here this morning and it says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher power. This is something that we really need to look at. Uh, And I'm glad Paul didn't name the power that he was talking about. uh, Because we we may be resistant to... uh, Listen to one authority and reject another authority, but Paul is stating here that uh, anybody that's in an authority above you, whether it be your supervisor, uh, whether it be the, the boss of the company, whether it be the police officer that pulls you over on the side of the road, whether it be, uh, you know, anybody that's in an authority above us, the Bible says, is, let every soul be subject or, or be submitted to, or, or, or respectful to that power right there. Uh, Proverbs chapter twenty four, verse twenty one says, "My son, fear the Lord and the king." Understand that it says, "Fear the Lord, fear the Lord first, and the king next." That being a power of authority, it says, "Do not associate uh, with those given to change," and and that's in the. Uh, uh, let's, let's look at it in the New Living Translation. It says, My child, fear the Lord and the King. Don't associate with rebels. This is something we need to look at today. we got a lot of people in society today that want to rebel against authority, that don't want to do what uh, is being asked of them. And, you know, we can't expect much more out of uh, uh, heathen people. Uh, and, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful, but if you look at it, if uh, you know, if you're not one of God's, children you know the bible considered them to be heathens uh throughout the old testament you know they're talking about heathen kings and heathen nations um but you know a lot of them they just don't understand that they don't understand understand how that we have to respect the authority that god has placed above us uh it says let every soul be subject unto the higher power it says for there is no power but of god that's the the thing that gives me assurance and hope that, you know, ultimately, you know, God's in control of everything. You know, I mentioned this last week when I talked uh, that how God had control and He had ordained and He had placed people in, in power above us. And these are things that we need to look at and understand. Uh First Peter chapter number 2, verse number 13, it says, submit yourselves. Uh, to every ordinance, uh, you know, every uh, law or, or, you know, ordinance that the government sends out right now is for the protection of of us, to help us, to keep us safe, to try to get uh, everything back under control where we can get back to life uh, as, as normal. But uh, Peter wrote to this, uh, to let yourselves be subject to uh, every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. It didn't say for your sake, it said for the Lord's sake. And, you know, and the reason it says that is when we as Christians are disobedient to the authorities above us and and, and people see that, how we live, how we reflect, uh, then, you know, we're not bringing glory and honor to, to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by living those kind of lives. It, but it says right here, it says, Whether to the king as supreme, verse number 14, or unto the governors, as unto them that are sent by him, for the punishment of evildoers, uh, you're never going to be punished. Uh, and when I say punished, I, I'm not talking about having to sit at home and and not be able to go somewhere. I'm talking about uh, when you break the laws, uh, then that's the time that whenever the ordinance or the powers above you, you know, that's when you can be brought in and, and charged for, uh, you know, rebelling or or, or bringing, uh, you know, not doing the things that they've asked us to do but worst of all you know yeah you can go pay a fine for a speeding ticket but worst of all when we don't do what we're being asked to right now we're sending a signal out there that you know we don't have to listen to the laws of the land you know we serve god and and there's so many christians today that that have that mindset and y'all we need to break that mindset we need to look at what god's word says for us to do for us to be a vital part of, of being a, a shining hope in this world. And you think about that. Every time you decide you're going to do what you want to do instead of what God's called you to do, uh, that's what we're doing. We're rebelling against the authority of that God has placed upon us, uh, by His Word. Uh, and, and it tells us right here, it says, for there's no power but of God. The power, uh, that be, the power that be, understand that. All the power that is today that has been placed in people uh, and God has given them the opportunity to serve us uh, as leaders, God has ordained this power. It says, whosoever therefore resists the power, understand this, resists the ordinance of God. This, this is how we stand in direct violation of what God has called us to do. And it says, and they that resist shall res- receive to themselves damnation. Uh, And and this word, when you look it up, uh, when you look into it further to the damnation part, uh, in the middle of my Bible here, the, the study Bible that I'm using, it's talking about in this sense of judgment by the magistrate. You put yourself in the position that the authorities can impose fines or impose uh, sanctions upon you by not obeying the things that they said. You know, it says, for the rulers are not terrorists to good works, understand that. If if you're doing 55 miles an hour on the road and the, the speed limit is 55 miles an hour, you can hold your head up and you can wave it as you pass the police officer when you're riding down the road and you don't have to fear them turning around or pulling you over. Why? Because you're within the guidelines of what the law says that you should be doing. And, and this is the same thing that we in everyday life, our, our walk every single day, we ought to be model citizens. No, I'm not all the time. And I'm not sitting here telling you that I'm perfect. I'm not. I'm sitting here trying to get you to understand this is the time that we really need to start looking at our behavior, uh, the words we say and how we say them, uh, you know, and everything I do, I want to be able to show the people of this world, not, 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 not just the Christians around me, but I want to be able to show the lost people that I have a hope, a joy, a sense of security, uh, you know, just a, a refreshed spirit about myself. That, that God's gonna take care of me and of my family and, and of my church family. God's gonna take care of us. He's gonna keep us. He's gonna to continue to use us in a mighty way. But, you know, first thing we have to do is submit to God's authority. And this is what it's calling for right here. And it says that, that for the rulers are not terror to them that do good, but to them evil. Think about that. The, 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 gov- the, the law enforcement, they're not out looking to to do harm or arrest the good people. They're out trying to get the bad people and, and the people that do evil, the ones that are lawbreakers. And it says, will, then, will thou then not be afraid of the power? It's saying, you know, this is what you can do, not to be afraid of the authority above you. Do that which is good, and thou shalt have the praise the same. You think about that. In this time, uh, you know, with, with us not having services in church, You think about that. This is very important. You know, the the, the president of the United States, the the governors, the mayors, all these different places are saying, please do not come together in a large assembly. Don't, you know, take the chance of spreading this virus. Do what we're asking you to do to try to help take control of this situation. Where we can get it under hand and be able to do, you know, just to get our 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 lives back to the the normalcy that was before this virus broke out. And this is where we as Christians, we as Goshen Valley Baptist Church, this is how we can can have praises sang about us. Is but you know when there's a, a a place to step in and help, uh, to 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 bring food to, to do good things for, you know, that's when we can do what's good. You know, when they ask us, you know, when when the you know people around start asking for help, that's where we can step in and do the things that are good, and and then we'll bring praise and honor and glory to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by doing those things, um, and instead of rebelling and doing the things and and having the mindset and. And, you know, spreading fear through our words and through the things that go on in our lives when we get, uh, uh, anxious and, and, and tore up. You know, there's one thing I want us to look at today and I'm on, uh, I'm praying about it and asking the Lord, uh, to show me more of this, but it's talking about being faithful in small things. You know, the Lord is real, real, uh, I, I guess he's real big on the small issues in life. Uh, If we take care of the little issues, then there really won't be any big issues in our life. And this is why it's so important that we're able to uh, take captive our thoughts. I've, I've said this over and over again, we need to understand this, that when we can control the way we think, uh, when we got control of our thoughts, then you can control your actions. Then you can control your words. And we just need to be careful right here and right now that we understand that, that God is calling us. He is calling on every Christian in the world right now to step up and to be that model person that when folks look at you, that they see the light of God shining through you. Uh, it's just not a fish sticker on your bumper or a T-shirt that you wear that may have a cross on it are 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 a saying on that, but it's the way you walk day in and day out on those things uh and it says right here in 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 verse number four it says uh for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is a minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon them that doeth evil uh verse number five it says, wherefore you must need be subject. It says that we need to be submitted to that authority of God. Yes, we need to submit to him ultimately in everything we do. Uh, we need to learn how to have our life in total subjection to God, doing everything that he's called us to do, to live that life that God has called us to, to do. But it's saying right here, don't only be in subject to keep out of trouble with authority above you or you know the law enforcement it says don't just do it to, to Stay out of trouble. It says but for your conscience sake so many people are, have been saved I know they've been saved But they've never been set free and the reason they've not been set free is because the conscience their conscience is, is still holding them captive they don't realize that when God saved them, He saved their conscience too. He he should have you know, or he did, but we won't let it go. The devil keeps trying to use that to fight against us. But you know, God set us free that we should be able to walk in the freedom of, of his love and, and to know this thing or to have that clear conscience. Uh but it's like this. When you do something that's wrong and you know it's wrong, your conscience is what's telling you, Hey, you need to you need to Stop right now. You need to ask God to forgive you. You need to repent of those things in your life. And when we get that clear conscience, we're able to go out and to do things and to act out of love uh and 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 know that God is smiling upon us because we are in fellowship with Him. And it says verse number six, is For for this cause pay your tribute also. Uh, and this is one thing Paul was telling the the people here, uh, the, the Jewish people. You know, they had a real bad taste in their mouth about having to pay taxes. They just despised having to pay taxes uh, to 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 the Roman Empire. And you know, they, they they just had a mindset, and and all the way through, you know, they they never felt like that they were ever subject to any. They were always above everybody, and is never beneath anybody. So many times God led them off into captivity because of their prideful ways. And and this is, Paul is trying to get them to understand, look, you live in this land. You're subject to this land. you, You have all the benefits of this land. Uh, and and that's just like us, the United States of America today. You know, I don't have to think about it. if I want to pick my phone up or need to pick the phone up and dial nine one one. Hey, I, the, the the police will be at my house to to help me out. Um, you know, if, if something happens and some country tries to to forge a war on us and they, they start coming over here to attack us. You know, I don't have to think about. It. I don't have to write a check to my government and say, "Hey, you know, here, here you know, I, I'm, I need, you know, military protection." You know, our taxes take care of all of these things. So you need to stop and think about these. the The Bible tells us to pay our taxes uh, to where they can continually do the things that they're supposed to be doing. Uh, that's part of our job as as Americans and as Christians is to do these things right here. Uh, it says, for this cause, pay your tribute also. And it says, for they are God's ministers attending continually upon this very thing. You think about that today, with this virus that we have going on out there in the world today. The taxes that you've paid in years past, that's how we're funding the, the fight to, to get an a, 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 a antivirus or, or a cure for this. Uh, and, you know, trying to get all the medical equipment that's needed. And, you know, the, uh, all the, hopefully, uh, here in the, you know, real soon, they, they'll be sending, you know, out some relief for folks that's not been able to work. Uh, I know the president's working really hard on this. You know, let's pray for our leaders right now. Right now is the time for us to be praying for the leaders of our nation to where they can do the things that are are, are beneficial to the people here uh, in the United States of America. It's our job as Christians to do that. And and the the thing I want to leave with you today, verse number seven, is is is, is a really important verse right here. It says, "Render therefore all their dues." Understand this. It says, render therefore to all their dues uh, taxes to who taxes are due, customs or laws or or, uh, ordinances to who customs are due, fear, which means respect or reverence or submission to who fear is due, and honor to whom honor is due. You know, this is a very very crucial uh, verse right here because Paul's telling them two things, uh, two key important things right here in this verse. The verse number one, it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher power. And verse number seven, it says, give fear, give respect, give honor give allegiance and give thankfulness to those that deserve it you know there's people around us each and every day that's serving protecting that's providing not just for us only but for the elderly for 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 the folks that are in the hospital sick you know this is the time that we could be really really nice and do a good work for those people around us that you know they're having to do uh, a dangerous job. You think about the, the nurses and the doctors, uh, the people in the healthcare fields around here, the law enforcement people around here. Uh, think about this right here, y'all. Those are the ones that we depend on when we're sick or when we're scared and we need help. Uh, those are the ones we need to send kind words to. We, we need to, you know, if there's a way we can help them, I, you know, let's help them. God is calling us as a, as, a, as a church, as Goshen Valley Baptist Church, God is calling us right now to do a great work. Uh, and I hope these words will encourage you and uplift you, uh, and, and to give you a sound mind. You know, I, I quoted last week. Uh, you know, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of of power and of love and a sound mind. And these are the things we got to do today. We have got to step up and start doing these things right here, uh, and, and live in 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 subjection or submission to the Lord. And to know his word, to hide his word in our hearts that we may not sin against him. Uh, and, and let that that word come to life in us. That when we open our mouths that it's just like God speaking through us to other people. Let's be that hope in our community. We love you. We're praying for you. It's in Jesus' name. We're going to ask that he had blessed this service, uh, that he had blessed his teaching. Lord, that he had just touched the hearts in our church. Uh, Lord, He had touched the hearts in our community. Lord, for the loved ones that uh, may be lost, God, I pray right now, Lord, that we'd take time to, to send this message to them uh, through a text. Let them listen to the Word of God be preached. Uh Let them understand that Your Son loved them so much that He went to a cross and He bled and He died and He bore all of our sins. And, and, and He paid that ultimate price for our sins. And that just by us placing our faith in Him, uh, and asking him to be Lord of our life, that we can be saved. Uh, Lord, I just ask that you just carry this word, Father. Lord, use it in a mighty way to build up our congregation, to build up our community, to build up our state, to build up our country. Lord, that we may show the love of Jesus to each and every person in the world. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'd like to say good morning to everybody at Goshen Valley Baptist Church. Uh, thank you for tuning into this podcast. Uh, we're going to be in Romans chapter number 13 this morning. Uh, and kind of titled it uh, Respect of Authority. This is a, a situation I believe we got going on in our country today that we need to look at uh, with everything going on around us. Uh, that what the Bible teaches us and tells us here, uh, what we ought to do, how we ought to uh Adhere to, and just the kind of lives that we should live as Christians uh, in the country that we live in today, with all the privileges that we have, and uh, you know, with all the blessings that we've been blessed with. Uh, I just think that that's something important that we need to look at. What God's Word says, our role as being a Christian is in the society and in the place that we get to live in and call home. Uh, let us go to the Lord in prayer. God, we love you. We praise you. Thank you so much, Lord, for. Uh, just uh this country uh, that we live in is a great country, Lord. There are so many opportunities here for us, and I pray, Heavenly Father, we always look for every opportunity that you've blessed us with, Lord, that we're able to share your Son, Jesus Christ, with the lost and dying world, Lord, to give them encouragement and hope, and Lord, just to give them that, that uh, reassurance that... uh You've got this situation in control, and Lord, that you're always going to have the situation in control, and that we need to put our faith and our trust in you, Lord, not in the things we see around us. Lord, just guide us and direct us for all this. We ask in your Son's sweet and precious name, amen. Uh, if you will, turn to your Bibles or turn in your Bibles, uh, mash, pause, go get your Bibles, uh, and and let's look at Romans chapter number 13. We're going to start here this morning, and it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher power. This is something that we really need to look at. Uh, And I'm glad Paul didn't name the power that he was talking about, uh, because we may be resistant to uh, listen to one authority and reject another authority. But Paul is stating here that uh, anybody that's an authority above you, whether it be your supervisor, uh, whether it be the, the boss of the company, whether it be the police officer that pulls you over on the side of the road, whether it be uh, you know anybody that's in authority above us, the Bible says us let every soul be subject or, or be submitted to or, or, or respectful to that power right there. Uh, Proverbs chapter twenty four verse twenty one says, "My son, fear the Lord and the king." Understand that it says, Fear the Lord fear the Lord first and the King next. That being a power of authority. It says, Do not associate uh with those given to change. And and that's in uh uh let's let's look at it in the New Living Translation. It says, My child, fear the Lord and the King don't associate with rebels. This is something we need to look at today. We got a lot of people in society today that want to rebel against authority that don't want to do what uh, is being asked of them. And you know we can't expect much more out of uh, uh, heathen people. Uh, and, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful. But if you look at it, if uh, you know if you're not one of God's children, you know the Bible considered them to be heathens. Uh, throughout the old testament you know they're talking about heathen kings and heathen nations uh, but you know a lot of them they just don't understand that they don't understand understand how that we have to respect the authority that god has placed above us Uh it says let every soul be subject unto the higher power it says for there is no power but of god that's the the thing that gives me assurance and hope that you know Ultimately, you know, God's in control of everything. You know, I mentioned this last week when I talked, uh, that how God had control and He had ordained and He had placed people in, in power above us. And these are things that we need to look at and understand, uh, first Peter chapter number 2, verse number 13, it says, submit yourselves, uh, to every ordinance. Uh, you know, every, uh, law or, or, you know, ordinance that the government sends out right now is for the protection of, of us. To help us, to keep us safe, to try to get uh, everything back under control, where we can get back to life uh, as, as normal. But uh, Peter wrote to this: "says uh, be to let yourselves be subject to uh, every ordinance of man, for the Lord's sake." It didn't say for your sake; it said for the Lord's sake. And you know, and the reason it says that is when we, as Christians, are disobedient to the authorities above us, and 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 people see that how we live, how we reflect, uh, then you know we're not bringing glory and honor to to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by living those kind of lives. It, but it says right here, it says whether to the king as supreme, verse number fourteen, or unto the governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers. Uh, you're never going to be punished, uh, and when I say punished, I, I'm not talking about having to sit at home and and not be able to go somewhere. I'm talking about uh, when you break the laws, uh, then that's the time that whenever the ordinance or the powers above you, you know, that's when you can be brought in and and charged for, uh, you know, rebelling or or, or bringing, uh, you know, not doing the things that they've asked us to do. But worst of all, you know. Yeah, you can go pay a fine for a speeding ticket, but worst of all, when we don't do what we're being asked to right now, we're sending a signal out there that, you know, we don't have to listen to the laws of the land, you know, we serve God. And and there's so many Christians today that that have that mindset, and y'all, we need to break that mindset. We need to look at what God's Word says for us to do, for us to be a vital part of of being a, a shining hope in this world. And you think about that. Every time you decide you're going to do what you want to do instead of what God's called you to do, uh, th- that's what we're doing. We're rebelling against the authority of that God has placed upon us, uh, by his word. Uh, and, and it tells us right here, it says, for there's no power but of God, the power, uh, that be the power that be understand that all the power that is today that has been placed in people uh, and God has given them the opportunity to serve us uh, as leaders. God has ordained this power. It says, whosoever therefore resists the power, understand this, resist the ordinance of God. This, this is how we stand in direct violation of what God has called us to do. And it says, and they that resist shall res- receive to themselves damnation. Uh, and, and this word, when you look it up, uh, when you look into it further the, to the damnation part, uh in the middle of my Bible here, the, the study Bible that I'm using, it's talking about in this sense of judgment by the magistrate. You put yourself in the position that the authorities can impose fines or impose uh, sanctions upon you by not obeying the things that they said. You know, it says, For the rulers are not terrorists to good works. Understand that. If if you're doing fifty five miles an hour on a road and the the speed limit is fifty five miles an hour, you can hold your head up and you can wave it as you pass the police officer when you're riding down the road and you don't have to fear them turning around or pulling you over. Why? because you're within the guidelines of what the law says that you should be doing. And, and this is the same thing that we in everyday life, our, our walk every single day, we ought to be model citizens. No, I'm not all the time, and I'm not sitting here telling you that I'm perfect. I'm not. I'm sitting here trying to get you to understand. This is the time that we really need to start looking at our behavior, uh the words we say and how we say them. Uh, you know, and everything I do, I want to be able to show the people of this world, not, 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 not just the Christians around me, but I want to be able to show the lost people that I have a hope, a joy, a sense of security, uh, you know, just a, a refreshed spirit about myself, that, that God's going to take care of me and of my family and, and of my church family. God's going to take care of us. He's going to keep us. He's going to continue to use us in a mighty way, but you know, first thing we have to do is submit to God's authority. And this is what it's calling for right here. And it says that, that for the rulers are not terror to them that do good, but to them evil. Think about that. The, 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 gov- the, the law enforcement, they're not out looking to, to do harm or arrest the good people. They're out trying to get the bad people and the people that do evil the ones that are lawbreakers and it says will then will thou then not be afraid of the power it's saying you know this is what you can do not to be afraid of the authority above you do that which is good and thou shalt have the praise the same you think about that in this time uh you know with with us not having services in church you think about that this is very important you know, the, the the president of the United States, the, the governors, the mayors, all these different places are saying, please do not come together in a large assembly. Don't, you know, take the chance of spreading this virus. Do what we're asking you to do to try to help take control of this situation where we can get it under hand and be able to do you know, just to get our 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 lives back to the, the normalcy they was before this virus broke out. And this is where we as Christians, we as Goshen Valley Baptist Church, this is how we can can have phrases sang about us is but you know, when there's a, a, a place to step in and help, uh to, to to bring food to, to do good things for, you know, that's when we can do what's good. You know when they ask us. You know when when the you know people around start asking for help. That's where we can step in and do the things that are good, and and then we'll bring praise and honor and glory to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by doing those things, um, and instead of rebelling and doing the things and and having the mindset and. And, you know, spreading fear through our words and through the things that go on in our lives when we get, uh, uh, anxious and, and, and tore up. You know, there's one thing I want us to look at today and I'm on, uh, I'm praying about it and asking the Lord, uh, to show me more of this, but it's talking about being faithful in small things. You know, the Lord is real, real, uh, I, I guess he's real big on the small issues in life. Uh, If we take care of the little issues, then there really won't be any big issues in our life. And this is why it's so important that we're able to uh, take captive our thoughts. I've, I've said this over and over again. We need to understand this, that when we can control the way we think, uh, when we got control of our thoughts, then you can control your actions. Then you can control your words. And we just need to be careful right here and right now that we understand that, that God is calling us. He is calling on every Christian in the world right now to step up and to be that model person that when folks look at you, that they see the light of God shining through you. Uh, it's just not a fish sticker on your bumper or a T-shirt that you wear that may have a cross on it. Uh, or or, or a saying on that, but it's the way you walk day in and day out on those things. Uh, And it says, right here in in verse number four, it says, uh, For he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is a minister of God, a revenger, to execute wrath upon them that doeth evil. Uh, Verse number five, it says, Wherefore, you must need be subject it says that we need to be submitted to that authority of God, yes, we need to submit to him ultimately in everything we do uh, we need to learn how to have our life in total subjection to God doing everything that he's called us to do to live that life that God has called us to to do, but it's saying right here don't only be in subject to keep out of trouble with authority above you or, you know, the law enforcement. It says, don't just do it to to stay out of trouble. It says, but for your conscience sake, so many people have been saved. I know they've been saved, but they've never been set free. And the reason they've not been set free is because the conscience, their conscience has, has still holding them captive. They don't realize that when God saved them, he saved their conscience too. He, he should have, you know, or he did, but we won't let it go. The devil keeps trying to use that to fight against us. But, you know, God set us free that we should be able to walk in the freedom of, of his love and, and to know this thing or to have that clear conscience. Uh, but it's like this. When you do something that's wrong and you know it's wrong, your conscience is what's telling you, hey, you need to, you need to stop right now. You need to ask God to forgive you. You need to repent of those things in your life. And when we get that clear conscience, we're able to go out and to do things and to act out of love, uh, and, and, and know that God is smiling upon us because we are in fellowship with Him. And it says verse number six is for, for this cause, pay your tribute also. Uh, and this is one thing Paul was telling the the people here, uh, the, the Jewish people. You know, they had a real bad taste in their mouth about having to pay taxes. They just despised having to pay taxes uh, to, to to the Roman Empire, and you know, they, they they just had a mindset. And and all the way through, you know, they they never felt like that they were ever subject to any. They were always above everybody, and is never beneath anybody. So many times God led them off into captivity because of their prideful ways. And and this is, Paul is trying to get them to understand, look, you live in this land. You're subject to this land. you, You have all the benefits of this land. Uh, and, and that's just like us, the United States of America today. You know, I don't have to think about it. if I want to pick my phone up or need to pick the phone up and dial 911. Hey, I, the, 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 police will be at my house to, to help me out. Um, you know, if, if something happens and some country tries to, to forge a war on us and they, they start coming over here to attack us. You know, I don't have to think about. It. I don't have to write a check to my government and say, "Hey, you know, here, here you know, I, I'm, I need, you know, military protection." You know, our taxes take care of all of these things. So you need to stop and think about these. the The Bible tells us to pay our taxes uh, to where they can continually do the things that they're supposed to be doing. Uh, that's part of our job as as Americans and as Christians is to do these things right here. Uh, it says, "For this cause, pay your tribute also." And it says, "For they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing." You think about that today with this virus that we have going on out there in the world today. The taxes that you've paid in years past—that's how we're funding the, the fight to to get a, 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 a antivirus or, or a cure for this, uh, and you know, trying to get all the medical equipment that's needed. And, you know, the, uh, all the hopefully uh, here in the, you know, real soon, they, they'll be sending, you know, out some relief for folks that's not been able to work. Uh, I know the president's working really hard on this. You know, let's pray for our leaders right now. Right now is the time for us to be praying for the leaders of our nation to where they can do the things that are, are, are beneficial to the people here uh, in the United States of America. It's our job as Christians to do that. And and the the thing I want to leave with you today, verse number seven is, 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 is a really important verse right here. It says, render therefore all their dues. Understand this. It says, render therefore to all their dues. Uh, Taxes to who taxes are due, customs or laws or or, uh, ordinances to who customs are due, fear, which means respect or reverence or submission to who fear is due, and honor to whom honor is due. You know, this is a very uh, very crucial uh, verse right here. Because Paul's telling them two things, two key important things right here in this verse. The verse number one, it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher power. And verse number seven, it says, give fear, give respect, give honor, give allegiance, give thankfulness to those that deserve it. You know, there's people around us each and every day that's serving, protecting, that's providing, not just for us only, but for the elderly, for for, for the folks that are in the hospital sick. You know, this is the time that we could be really, really nice and do a good work for those people around us that, you know, they're having to do uh, a dangerous job. You think about the, the nurses and the doctors uh, the people in the healthcare fields around here, the law enforcement people around here. Uh Think about this right here, y'all. Those are the ones that we depend on when we're sick or when we're scared and we need help. Uh, those are the ones we need to send kind words to. We, we need to, you know, if there's a way we can help them, I you know, let's help them. God is calling us as a as a, as a church, as Goshen Valley Baptist Church, God is calling us right now to do a great work. Uh, and I hope these words will encourage you and uplift you, uh, and, and to give you a sound mind. You know, I, I quoted last week. Uh, you know, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of, of power and of love and a sound mind. And these are the things we got to do today. We have got to step up and start doing these things right here, uh, and, and live in 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 subjection or submission to the Lord. And to know his word, to hide his word in our hearts that we may not sin against him. Uh and, and let that that word come to life in us. That when we open our mouths, that it's just like God speaking through us to other people. Let's be that hope in our community. We love you. We're praying for you. It's in Jesus' name. We're going to ask that he had blessed this service, uh, that he had blessed this teaching. Lord, that he had just touched the hearts in our church. Uh, Lord, He had touched the hearts in our community. Lord, for the loved ones that uh, may be lost, God, I pray right now, Lord, that we'd take time to, to send this message to them uh, through a text. Let them listen to the Word of God be preached. Uh, let them understand that Your Son loved them so much that He went to a cross and He bled and He died and He bore all of our sins and, and, and He paid that ultimate price for our sins. And that just by us placing our faith in Him, Uh, and asking him to be Lord of our life, that we can be saved. Uh, Lord, I just ask that you just carry this word, Father. Lord, use it in a mighty way to build up our congregation, to build up our community, to build up our state, to build up our country. Lord, that we may show the love of Jesus to each and every person in the world. in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'd like to say good morning to everybody at Goshen by the Baptist Church. Uh, thank you for tuning into this podcast. Uh, we're going to be in Romans chapter number 13 this morning. Uh, and kind of titled it uh, Respect of Authority. This is a, a situation I believe we've got going on in our country today that we need to look at uh, with everything going on around us. Uh, that what the Bible teaches us and tells us here, uh, what we ought to do, how we ought to uh, Adhere to, and just the kind of lives that we should live as Christians uh, in the country that we live in today, with all the privileges that we have, and uh, you know, with all the blessings that we've been blessed with. Uh, I just think that that's something important that we need to look at what God's Word says. Our role as being a Christian is in the society and in the place that we get to live in and call home. Uh, let us go to the Lord in prayer. God, we love you. We praise you. Thank you so much, Lord, for. You. Uh, just, uh, this country uh, that we live in is a great country, Lord. There's so many opportunities here for us, and I pray Heavenly Father, we always look for every opportunity that you've blessed us with, Lord, that we're able to share your Son, Jesus Christ, with a lost and dying world, Lord, to give them encouragement and hope, and Lord, just to give them that, that, uh, reassurance that, uh, You've got this situation in control, and Lord, that you're always going to have the situation in control, and that we need to put our faith and our trust in you, Lord, not in the things we see around us, Lord, just guide us and direct us for all this, we ask in your Son's sweet and precious name, amen. Uh, if you will, turn to your Bibles, or turn in your Bibles, uh, mash, pause, go get your Bibles, uh, and and let's look at Romans chapter number 13. We're going to start here this morning, and it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher power. This is something that we really need to look at. Uh, And I'm glad Paul didn't name the power that he was talking about uh, because we may be resistant to uh, listen to one authority and reject another authority. But Paul is stating here that uh, anybody that's an authority above you, whether it be your supervisor, uh, whether it be the, the boss of the company, whether it be the police officer that pulls you over on the side of the road, whether it be uh, you know anybody that's in authority above us, the Bible says us let every soul be subject or, or be submitted to or, or, or respectful to that power right there. Uh, Proverbs chapter twenty four verse twenty one says, "My son, fear the Lord and the king." Understand that it says, fear the Lord, fear the Lord first and the King next. That being a power of authority. It says, do not associate, uh, with those given to change. And, and that's in, uh, uh, let's, let's look at it in the New Living Translation. It says, my child, fear the Lord and the King. Don't associate with rebels. This is something we need to look at today. We got a lot of people in society today that want to rebel against authority, that don't want to do what uh, is being asked of them. And you know, we can't expect much more out of uh, uh, heathen people. Uh, and, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful. But if you look at it, if uh, you know, if you're not one of God's children, you know, the Bible considered them to be heathens. Uh, throughout the Old Testament, you know, they're talking about heathen kings and heathen nations. Uh, but, you know, a lot of them, they just don't understand that. They don't understand understand how that we have to respect the authority that God has placed above us. Uh, it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher power. It says, for there is no power but of God. That's the the thing that gives me assurance and hope that, you know, Ultimately, you know, God's in control of everything. You know, I mentioned this last week when I talked uh, that how God had control and He had ordained and He had placed people in in power above us. And these are things that we need to look at and understand. First uh, Peter chapter number two, verse number thirteen, it says, "Submit yourselves uh, to every ordinance." Uh, you know, every uh, law or, or you know ordinance that the government sends out right now is for the protection of of us. To help us, to keep us safe, to try to get uh, everything back under control, where we can get back to life uh, as, as normal. But uh, Peter wrote to this: "Be uh, to let yourselves be subject to uh, every ordinance of man, for the Lord's sake." It didn't say for your sake; it said for the Lord's sake. And you know, and the reason it says that is when we, as Christians, are disobedient to the authorities above us and, and and people see that, how we live, how we reflect, uh, then, you know, we're not bringing glory and honor to, to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by living those kind of lives. It, but it says right here, it says, Whether to the king as supreme, verse number 14, or unto the governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers uh you you never going to be punished uh and when I say punished I, I'm not talking about having to sit at home and and not be able to go somewhere I'm talking about uh when you break the laws uh, then that's the time that whenever the ordinance or the powers above you you know that's when you can be brought in and and charged for uh you know rebelling or 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 bringing uh you know not doing the things that they've asked us to do but worst of all you know Yeah, you can go pay a fine for a speeding ticket, but worst of all, when we don't do what we're being asked to right now, we're sending a signal out there that, you know, we don't have to listen to the laws of the land, you know, we serve God. And and there's so many Christians today that that have that mindset, and y'all, we need to break that mindset. We need to look at what God's Word says for us to do, for us to be a vital part of of being a, a shining hope in this world. And you think about that. Every time you decide you're going to do what you want to do instead of what God's called you to do, uh, th- that's what we're doing. We're rebelling against the authority of that God has placed upon us, uh, by His Word. Uh, and, and it tells us right here, it says, for there's no power but of God, the power, uh, that be, the power that be, understand that, all the power that is today that has been placed in people uh, and God has given them the opportunity to serve us uh, as leaders. God has ordained this power. It says, whosoever therefore resists the power, understand this, resist the ordinance of God. This, this is how we stand in direct violation of what God has called us to do. And it says, and they that resist shall res- receive to themselves damnation. Uh, And and this word, when you look it up, uh, when you look into it further to the damnation part, uh, in the middle of my Bible here, the, the study Bible that I'm using, it's talking about in this sense of judgment by the magistrate. You put yourself in the position that the authorities can impose fines or impose uh, sanctions upon you by not obeying the things that they said. You know it says, for the rulers are not terrorists to good works. Understand that. If if you're doing 55 miles an hour on the road and the the speed limit is 55 miles an hour, you can hold your head up and you can wave it as you pass the police officer when you're riding down the road, and you don't have to fear them turning around or pulling you over. Why? because you're within the guidelines of what the law says that you should be doing. And, and this is the same thing that we in everyday life, our, our walk every single day, we ought to be model citizens. No, I'm not all the time and I'm not sitting here telling you that I'm perfect. I'm not. I'm sitting here trying to get you to understand this is the time that we really need to start looking at our behavior, uh the words we say and how we say them. Uh, you know, and everything I do, I want to be able to show the people of this world, not, 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 not just the Christians around me, but I want to be able to show the lost people that I have a hope, a joy, a sense of security, uh, you know, just a, a refreshed spirit about myself. That, that God's gonna take care of me and of my family and and of my church family. God's gonna take care of us. He's gonna keep us. He's gonna to continue to use us in a mighty way. But you know, first thing we have to do is submit to God's authority. And this is what it's calling for right here. And it says that that for the rulers are not terror to them that do good, but to them evil. Think about that. The 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 gov- the, the law enforcement they're not out looking to to do harm or arrest the good people. They're out trying to get the bad people and the people that do evil, the ones that are lawbreakers. And it says, will, then, will thou then not be afraid of the power? It's saying, you know, this is what you can do, not to be afraid of the authority above you. Do that which is good, and thou shalt have the praise the same. You think about that. In this time, uh, you know, with, with us not having services in church, You think about that. This is very important. You know, the the, the president of the United States, the the governors, the mayors, all these different places are saying, please do not come together in a large assembly. Don't, you know, take the chance of spreading this virus. Do what we're asking you to do to try to help take control of this situation. Where we can get it under hand and be able to do, you know, just to get our 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 lives back to the the normalcy there was before this virus broke out, and this is where we as Christians, we as Goshen Valley Baptist Church, this is how we can can have praises sang about us. Is but you know when there's a, a a place to step in and help, uh, to 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 bring food to, to do good things for, you know, that's when we can do what's good. You know, when they ask us, you know, when, when the, you know, people around start asking for help, that's where we can step in and do the things that are good. And, and then we'll bring praise and honor and glory to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by doing those things. Um, and instead of rebelling and doing the things and, and having the mindset and, and, you know, spreading fear through our words and through the things that go on in our lives when we get, uh, uh, anxious and, and, and tore up. You know, there's one thing I want us to look at today and I'm on, uh, I'm praying about it and asking the Lord, uh, to show me more of this, but it's talking about being faithful in small things. You know, the Lord is real, real, uh, I, I guess he's real big on the small issues in life. Uh, if we take care of the little issues, then there really won't be any big issues in our life. And this is why it's so important that we were able to uh, take captive our thoughts. I've, I've said this over and over again, we need to understand this, that when we can control the way we think, uh, when we got control of our thoughts, then you can control your actions. Then you can control your words. And we just need to be careful right here and right now that we understand that, that God is calling us. He is calling on every Christian in the world right now to step up and to be that model person that when folks look at you, that they see the light of God shining through you. Uh, it's just not a fish sticker on your bumper or a T-shirt that you wear that may have a cross on it. Are are, are, are a saying on that, but it's the way you walk day in and day out on those things. Uh, and it says right here in, in, in verse number four, it says, uh, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is a minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon them that doeth evil. Uh, verse number five, it says, wherefore you must need be subject. It says that we need to be submitted to that authority of God. Yes, we need to submit to him ultimately in everything we do. Uh, We need to learn how to have our life in total subjection to God, doing everything that he's called us to do, to live that life that God has called us to, to do. But it's saying right here, don't only be in subject to keep out of trouble with authority above you or you know the law enforcement it says don't just do it to to stay out of trouble it says but for your conscience sake so many people have been saved I know they've been saved but they've never been set free and the reason they've not been set free is because the conscience their conscience has, has still holding them captive they don't realize that when God saved them he saved their conscience too he he should have you know, or he did, but we won't let it go. The devil keeps trying to use that to fight against us. But you know, God set us free that we should be able to walk in the freedom of of His love and and to know this thing or to have that clear conscience. Uh, but it's like this: when you do something that's wrong and you know it's wrong, your conscience is what's telling you, hey, you need to you need to. Stop right now, you need to ask God to forgive you, you need to repent of those things in your life. and when we get that clear conscience, we're able to go out and to do things and to act out of love uh and 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 know that God is smiling upon us because we are in fellowship with him and it says verse number six is for for this cause, pay your tribute also. Uh, and this is one thing Paul was telling the, the people here, uh, the, the Jewish people, you know, they had a real bad taste in their mouth about having to pay taxes. They just despised having to pay taxes uh, to, to to the Roman Empire. And, you know, they they, they just had a mindset and, and all the way through, you know, they, they never felt like that they were ever subject to any, they were always above everybody and is never beneath anybody. So many times God led them off into captivity because of their prideful ways. And, and this is, Paul is trying to get them to understand look, you live in this land, you're subject to this land, you, you have all the benefits of this land. Uh, and, and that's just like us, the United States of America today. You know, I don't have to think about it. if I want to pick my phone up or need to pick the phone up and dial 911. Hey, I, the, the the police will be at my house to to help me out. Um, you know, if, if something happens and some country tries to to forge a war on us and they, they start coming over here to attack us, you know, I don't have to think about. It. I don't have to write a check to my government and say, hey, you know, here, here you know, i I'm, I need you know military protection. You know, our taxes take care of all of these things. So you need to stop and think about these. the The Bible tells us to pay our taxes uh To where they can continually do the things that they're supposed to be doing, uh that's part of our job as as Americans and as Christians is to do these things right here. Uh, it says, for this cause, pay your tribute also, and it says, for they are God's ministers attending continually upon this very thing. You think about that today with this virus that we have going on out there in the world today. The taxes that you've paid in years past that's how we're funding the the fight to to get a, 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 a antivirus or, or a cure for this, uh, and you know, trying to get all the medical equipment that's needed, and you know, the, uh, all the hopefully uh, here in the you know, real soon they, they'll be sending you know out some relief for folks that's not been able to work. Uh, I know the president's working really hard on this. So, you know, let's pray for our leaders right now. Right now is the time for us to be praying for the leaders of our nation to where they can do the things that are, are, are beneficial to the people here uh, in the United States of America. It's our job as Christians to do that. And, and the, the thing I want to leave with you today, verse number seven is, 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 is a really important verse right here. It says, render therefore all their dues. Understand this. It says, render therefore to all their dues. Uh, taxes to who taxes are due, customs or laws or, or uh, ordinances to who customs are due, fear which means respect or reverence or submission to who fear is due, and honor to whom honor is due. You know this is a very crucial a very crucial uh, verse right here. Because Paul's telling them two things, two key important things right here in this verse. The verse number one, it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher power. And verse number seven, it says, give fear, give respect, give honor, give allegiance, give thankfulness. To those that deserve it you know there's people around us each and every day that's serving protecting that's providing not just for us only but for the elderly for, for for the folks that are in the hospital sick you know this is the time that we could be really really nice and do a good work for those people around us that you know they're having to do uh, a dangerous job you think about the the nurses and the doctors uh the people in the healthcare fields around here, the law enforcement people around here. Uh think about this right here, y'all. Those are the ones that we depend on when we're sick or when we're scared and we need help. Uh those are the ones we need to send kind words to. We we need to you know, if there's a way we can help them, I you know, let's help them. God is calling us as a as a, as a church, as Goshen by Baptist Church, God is calling us right now to do a great work. Uh, and I hope these words will encourage you and uplift you, uh, and, and to give you a sound mind. You know, I, I quoted last week. Uh, you know, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of, of power and of love and a sound mind. And these are the things we got to do today. We have got to step up and start doing these things right here, uh, and, and live in 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 subjection or submission to the Lord. And to know his word, to hide his word in our hearts that we may not sin against him. Uh, and, and let that, that word come to life in us. That when we open our mouths, that it's just like God speaking through us to other people. Let's be that hope in our community. We love you. We're praying for you. It's in Jesus' name. We're going to ask that he had blessed this service, uh, that he had blessed his teaching. Lord, that he had just touched the hearts in our church. Uh, Lord, He had touched the hearts in our community. Lord, for the loved ones that uh, may be lost, God, I pray right now, Lord, that we'd take time to, to send this message to them uh, through a text. Let them listen to the Word of God be preached. Uh, let them understand that Your Son loved them so much that He went to a cross and He bled and He died and He bore all of our sins and, and, and He paid that ultimate price for our sins. And that just by us placing our faith in Him, uh, and, and asking him to be Lord of our life, that we can be saved. Uh, Lord, I just ask that you just carry this word Father. Lord, use it in a mighty way to build up our congregation, to build up our community, to build up our state, to build up our country. Lord, that we may show the love of Jesus to each and every person in the world. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.